This is a WKYT podcast. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know you were going to go <laughs> with a little, mer- little mermaid with it. No, no, no. That's, that's perfect. All right. Uh, well, everybody, welcome back to another episode. I um, got a new microphone that um, I believe the station is paying for, so that's good. So we'll have better audio. You won't, I won't be talking into my laptop. Andrea's audio on her phone is pretty good because it turns out iPhones are uh, pretty impressive pieces of technology. Andrea, how's it going? Good. I ask you right as you put a piece of food in, <laughs> in your mouth. I uh, know. I'm sorry. I'm not professional at all. You got, some, you got some echo going on. I live in a castle. That's fair. So you and I just took part in kind of a crossover uh, podcast event with uh, Listacuffs, uh, KSR. They have a, a little board game, ty- or not board game, game show type thing. And uh, we got to take part in it. It was pretty fun. It was very fun. And um, clearly I went in the underdog because Victor decided to flex on me hard going into his game room to play. So his whole background was just a full wall of board games. And so here's d- where I am. So just because, two things there, just because I own a lot of board games doesn't mean I'd be good at a trivia type game. They're, two, they're very different things. Like one is strategy and the other is just, is knowing general stuff. But two, I just wanted an interesting backdrop because like when we're recording this, it doesn't matter what's behind us because nobody sees it. Um, whereas theirs is put on YouTube and I thought, oh, it should be like a fun type thing. And so I didn't want to do it in my living room where the laptop is normally. So yeah, I went upstairs and um, put all my board games behind me. I, I didn't put them there. They were already there on one of my uh, snazzy board game shelves. Thou dost protest too much. We all see right through you, Victor. <laughs> oh, let's talk about seeing through somebody. It turns out somebody wasn't playing the game entirely fair. Not till the very end, okay? That's true. But it, you know what? It was a good time. Um, I had fun. And so that'll come out, I think, on Wednesday is what they said. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're just better at cheating than I am and couldn't tell. I'm just very obvious about it. I'm an honest liar. Yeah, well, no, it didn't help that I looked at you like looking up at Corey. And I was like, are, are, you, are you looking at him? And you're like, no, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, uh, your poker face leaves a little to be desired. But that's all right. I know. But you know what? And it was nice to just interact with other people. Um, so so that was fun. And, and Andrea, does, does it feel like we just recorded our last podcast like two days ago, if that. Yeah, I mean, kind of I mean, does. Yeah, the, the week has, it flies by so quickly. I can't believe it's already Sunday. Um, I know, but I like this Sunday thing. It gives me something to look forward to. Yeah, no, this is, this is I'm liking it too. It's just, time is really weird right now. Uh, I kind of like the idea of games for a, you and I should just start playing games. We should, I could set something up. Um, Especially gonna, since you're a game master. Well, um, I believe the, the term you're looking for is Dungeon Master, and that's only for Dungeons and Dragons. Um, although uh, some of the generic fantasy oh, systems... Oh, I don't want to play that against you. I can tell you that. <laughs> well, it's not against. I mean, it's more of a cooperative thing. But anyway, uh, yeah, no, I, I'd be, I can figure out some <laughs> games. <laughs> I'll wow. figure out some, some games for us to play. So you and I, uh, we were, when I don't know, Friday, we were talking about outdoor setups because it's starting to get nice outside, and mm-hmm. you've got a nice patio um, we've kind of put up a projector outside. Um, things are starting to get beautiful and it's kind of nice to just spend some time outside. Did, did you all manage to get that done this weekend? You talked about, you know, just hanging out in the backyard. 
Well, we are working on it, and I can take very little credit for the outdoor decor. Um, Corey's right here. So, Corey, come over here and just talk about what all you've done. Uh, so, we cleaned up the brick patio quite a bit. Uh, got a really nice new umbrella from Lowe's. It has LED, LED lights throughout. I saw a picture of that. It did look really nice. The audio just uh, got a lot better. Pit. Oh, yeah, the fire pit. Okay, we lined the fire nice pits with, uh, with brick. Andrea's kind of a pyro. I made a huge mistake of showing her that aerosol is flammable. So, so she's just out there now with like a spray can just launching it. That's exactly what she was doing. I walked outside and she had like a spray can. <laughs> I made one a flamethrower. Yeah. And I was like, you know that can come back up in the can. And she's like, oh, it'll be fine. And I said, yeah, you say that now. We'll yeah, see. I was going to say when that can blows up and suddenly you're just anchoring the news with one hand, that's not going to be good. <laughs> exactly. Funny. Yeah. But wait, so so Andrea, well, you know that kind of makes sense. Like that's the kind of thing dumb young boys do is like figure out hairspray and just a lighter and just like make their own blowtorch. You know, I could see Andrea not not being down with that. Yeah. No, I always love fire. All right, that's cool. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you all. Uh, a fire pit is is a good time, especially if you're pyro. We set mm -hmm. up um, a projector outside and a, and a screen, and well, that's um, awesome. yeah, I, I fell asleep on our um, patio last night watching YouTube videos. <laughs> but we also. <laughs> of course uh, you did. We we watched Scoob, the new Scooby Doo movie. Oh. Um, I think I liked it more than Mandy B. And she's the bigger Scooby Doo fan, and it was less of like a classic Scooby Doo type mystery thing, and more of a um, globe spanning adventure. Mm -hmm. Almost like like Fast and Furious version of the Scooby Doo gang. And um, I don't know why I said the Scooby Doo. Anyway, uh, yeah, but. <laughs> Like it had Blue Falcon and Captain Caveman and a bunch of other stuff. And so I was excited to see them, but Mandy didn't know who they were. Same. So that was, that was our, um, yeah, that was our weekend. What? That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. And now I honestly we don't even remember what I did yesterday. <laughs> Everything just flies by so quickly. It's like, what, I've been what watching do do? a lot of The Last Dance. As I said to you the other day, I'm like, did you know Michael Jordan is like the best at basketball? <laughs> <laughs> I'd heard that once or twice. I knew that uh, much, but I didn't know all of the background, and it's been very, very interesting and fun to watch. Yeah, you told me it was on Hulu, and I got excited because we had not watched any of it at all. It's real good. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then, um, do you have anything? Anything we should be looking forward to um, on the good side coming up? Because I mean, that's become you know, I watch it basically every other. Day now. Well, it probably won't be on until Tuesday, but I ended up one of the stories that was pitched to me for the good side. I decided to do a new story on. There is um, this couple, and they met in the most random way I've ever heard on a dating website called DateBritishGuys.com. And um, they are now engaged. So she lives up in Northern Kentucky, and he's still in England right now. So That's what I was going to say, is he British? He is very British. And um, it's just fascinating because obviously they were very prepared for the pandemic since they've been long distance for so long, but just hearing that perspective and how like they had just gotten engaged and were planning their wedding and he was going to move over and that all got put on hold obviously, but he's been making videos of himself preparing for the big move, like where he's learning how to pronounce Kentucky cities and counties and it's for really sales is going to throw them off. Yeah. For sales didn't go well. Neither did Jessman, which really offended me. So I, I taught him how to say Jessman. Oh, so you talked to him. That's funny. Oh, yeah. We FaceTimed. Like, I feel like we're good friends now. And when he comes over here, we're going to have a double date. <laughs> we're very awesome. excited. 
Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, I, I look forward to that. So people can check that out. People check that out on Tuesday. They can check our episode of um, List Cuffs out on Wednesday. You hear that? Yeah, yeah I did hear that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, Andrea, while you're filling up your drink there, we're, I'm going to, we'll start the interview with, uh, Shelby Lofton, where we talked to one of our, one of our, I, I was going to say one of our newest employees, but she's been here like a year now. And she's also our number one fan of the podcast. Yeah. You know, it, it was nice because when she started, she told us that, that she'd been listening. And I didn't think about that. Like if you're going to start work, working at WKYT, you know, why not listen to a podcast with the people who work there? So you kind of get an idea of what you're walking into. That would have been nice before I started here. <laughs> well, it didn't exist at the time. The so, <laughs> well, that's because you would have been listening to yourself and you would have been like, this is some weird um, time portal. So, okay, well, I'm getting weird, but uh, here's our uh, conversation with Shelby Lofton. All right, everybody. So, today we are joined by Shelby Lofton. She's, uh, how, how long have you been at the station now? We're coming up on one year, July that's, 1st. That's the thing I was going to say. It felt like it had only been a couple months, but then I thought, oh, well, no, she was here for a while before the lockdown started. Yeah, it feels like it's only been a couple of months, but it's been almost a year. And then we, oh, there we Sorry, go. Sorry, I just had to decline a call from Corey. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Tell him, uh, you're too busy talking to other people. So uh, kind of walk to us other through. Boys. Yeah, to other boys. Uh, so uh, Shelby, kind of walk us through the path that led you to WKYT, because you are not from the area at all. No, I thought she's the furthest away of all the people that work at the station. Yeah, I don't think we have anybody from Alaska. Yeah. (laughs) I'm from Alaska. No, um, I'm kind of from all over the place. I'm originally from Los Angeles. And the way I explain where I'm from in Los Angeles to people depends on your age. So if you're younger, I say, have you seen a Cinderella story with Hilary Duff? And there's an earthquake in the beginning, and she's from... She's from Northridge. She's Princeton Girl 818. My area code from home is 818. So mm. I'm from there. There was an earthquake in 1994. Um, and then if you're older, if you remember the earthquake from 94, that's where I'm from. Uh, so I'm from Los Angeles. And then I made the huge leap for college to go to the University of Missouri. People go, why did you go to Missouri of all places? I knew I wanted to get away. And <laughs> number one, yeah, I knew I wanted to try a different part of the country, see what it was like, experience, do people, places, things. And Mizzou is known for its school of journalism. Mm-hmm. And we have our own NBC affiliate station at Mizzou. So I was going to get some hands-on practice doing actual reporting, anchoring, producing for a legitimate station. So I chose Mizzou and then I did the fun TV news recruiting process mm. <laughs> that is getting a job in this, in this industry and Lexington ended up being home. And I'm so, so grateful. And, and so, so that's the thing. So this was your first job out of college, but you were working during college. I mean, so that's, a, that's one, I guess one of the benefits of going to a school like that. And so what was it like for you coming here, um, getting, you know, and you all had a, a pretty active social lifestyle and then suddenly everything gets locked down and now you're so far away from, from family and you're basically stuck at home. No, Victor, she's still cool. She still hangs <laughs> out with people outside Well, that's, of what, that's what I say. They had a very, <laughs> you know, we would always see pictures of all the young people out, out at the bars. And we're like, man, it looks like they're having a good time. Well, uh, anyway. we're following the rules. To be clear, yeah. we have following the rules and we miss our social lives because I'm a social butterfly. 
and this is awful, I'll be honest, I think the only thing keep, keeping me sane is work. The fact that I can get up and leave every day keeps me sane and I can still meet people from a distance and chat with them. Uh, it's been rough to go from having a social life, enjoying finally getting comfortable um, and at home with the Lexington bar and brewery and winery scene and then boom, it was kind of all taken away. Um, but it's okay, we'll get back to it. We'll get back to it eventually, but it is weird. I mean, I am young, so <laughs> I've just been uh, getting better at cooking and reading. All right, that's good. Learning some life Those skills. Are good and things. That's the other thing. Now, whenever, here's whenever, my question. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I had to get in there, Victor. You've been you've been killing it, man. Uh, <laughs> so my question is, you know, Victor and I grew up watching all the people at the station, so we were very familiar with you know, the area and the landscape of what we were coming into. But for you, I mean, you didn't know who Bill Bryant was. You didn't know who Barbara Bailey was. So um, what were your impressions just of the, I guess, the atmosphere at KYT when you first arrived? Well, I'm glad you asked that because I actually have to thank you guys for this. <laughs> because when I was station shopping, if you will, I found this podcast when I just started talking to Robert, our boss, and I binge listened to every episode you had. And so I felt like I knew you guys. I felt like I knew you, Victor and Andrea. I heard everyone's background. You guys are really honest about the day-to-day -day oh, um, yeah. <laughs> of this job. And, um, and then I heard from the photographers and editors and everyone behind the scenes. So I felt like I knew them coming into it. And then you guys would talk about Bill, about Bill Bryan and Barbara Bailey before they were even on your podcast. And I was like, So oh we had already made the mythical figures to you. Yeah. You, the, my first day you stood up to shake my hand when we could still do that, um, and introduce yourself. And I was like, I feel like I'm talking to a celebrity. I feel <laughs> I like I me and Andrea, I mean, Bill and Barb, because the way we had talked them up. <laughs> oh yeah. Bill and Barb. They, they, they did. And then I met, I came in for my interview and I met the morning crew and Bill stood up and he is so tall and I wasn't expecting that. I was like, I bow down. I feel like I should bow to him. He's a local legend. People see him as a celebrity. So. <laughs> he, I mean, he is honestly like just the fact that he's been on there, you know, he's been on there for what, 35 years. Barb's been on there for 40. So, I mean, even if you don't watch this station, you know who they are. They're just, you know, they're just part of Lexington at this point and like central Kentucky at this point. So. Yeah, I, I, I feel that. I feel that for sure. Were we, was it an accurate portrayal then, what you got from the podcast? Oh, 100%. 100%. Andrea, with your bubbly laugh and your big personality, I, I feel like I knew you guys. And then I kept putting faces to names the more days I worked. And I was like, yes, this all makes sense. I've heard you. I feel like I know you before. This podcast helped me study up for the job. Oh, my gosh. We need to tell Robert this. <laughs> this can be his tool to help get people to, to accept the job in the station. His director will finally cool. be like, if okay, you I guess are it's not a too young bad. person, yeah, if you're a young person going into TV news, I think you should definitely study up on the stations that you're looking at. And if they have podcasts, if they have any side projects, I mean, listen to it. You'll you'll really get a good idea of who these people are and the behind the scenes of it all. So what was it like for you going from, because you'd already made the transition from uh, California to um, Mizzou, so that um, you'd already kind of gotten used to a new area. What was that like g comparing California 
to Lexington? Because obviously very different city sizes. It is really different. The first thing people say to me when I'm out on a story, um, they're like, are you happy? Are you okay? What are you doing here? And I'm like, I'm so happy. I love it. I can adapt. I, I like it here. There's things I don't miss about Los Angeles that I love about here. And then there are things that I do miss and it's okay. I can go back and miss it. Um, the rest of my life. It's not a big deal. But, uh, you know, Columbia, Missouri, my college town was actually smaller than Lexington. So Lexington has a lot more amenities, if you want to say that. I can go out and do those things. But it hasn't been too rough of a transition. Honestly, I was a senior. He was absolutely miserable. Um, ice and negative temperatures. That was awful. But I got used to it. So winter here wasn't so bad. I like the seasons. I wish fall was longer, but it's okay. We always skip fall and spring. That's the worst part about Kentucky weather. It's like we go from one extreme to the other. And that's one of the weird things growing up, at least in Kentucky, you hear somebody who lives in Los Angeles, you're like, oh, wow, that's like, that's a mythical place. Like such as this big fancy yeah. city. So the thought that somebody would want to leave there to come to Kentucky, but I guess if you grow up there, it's just, it's what you already know. And it's kind of. Is the traffic as bad as they say? Because I feel like anytime I hear something from someone from LA, that's what they're talking about. You know, that is one skill I have on everyone here. I can parallel park like nobody's business. And I'm not intimidated <laughs> by it. And sometimes when people complain about traffic on News Circle, I have to giggle a little bit because it does not compare to the 405, as you probably all have heard about. Um, traffic is awful. You can run into celebrities, but you have to be in certain places where they tend to <laughs> hang out. You don't just run into them at the grocery store. Um, yeah. But like my first job, I worked at a concert venue. So I t saw a lot of celebrities. So that was kind of fun. But they're not just there, you know. Um, yeah. They have like a back entrance they go through and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they got the private cars and they swoop in and they swoop out. So you don't even see them. But um, yeah, the traffic is actually awful. I don't miss that. The fires every year make my heart hurt when I see the place I grew up in on fire. That's very scary. I was evacuated when I was younger. That's a terrifying thing to go through. Um, and honestly, the landscape in Kentucky is just so beautiful. The rolling green hills, you guys have no idea. I mean, I grew up in a drought. The drought was real. So seeing <laughs> makes me so happy. So that's the other thing. I mean, you're, you're wearing a shirt right now. They can't see it in the podcast, but it's got the state of Kentucky on it. You've adapted. <laughs> Quite a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's the other thing. So you've really, you've really started to call this place home. I have. And honestly, it depends on who I'm talking to. But I've picked up a little bit of an accent. Yeah. Um, you have. Yes, I have. And my parents laugh at me. My mom is like, who is this girl? I have no idea. And it depends on who I'm talking to. But I subconsciously, it's not, I'm not making fun of anyone. I mimic what I'm hearing. And so yep. if I'm talking to someone with a really thick accent, then I'm like, yes, girl, like, I know, I, I can do it really <laughs> Well, it was funny, your video for Bill Bryant, I got everybody to say happy birthday to Bill um, with videos, and I put together a big compilation, and you did your southern accent in that video, and it was spot on. It was so good, I was impressed. I've got, I, I love it, I think it's adorable. I love the accent, and then I love being in the newsroom, because, you guys, a lot of you are from Kentucky, but you're from different places in Kentucky, and I can hear the difference mm. where you are from 
Cynthiana to Jessamine to Moorhead to Shepherdsville, it's really different. So it kind of makes me Google. And then Olivia Russell, you know, she's from Louisville, born and raised, and she goes, you have more of an accent than I do. I'm like, yeah. do. <laughs> Olivia has no accent. Honestly, she seems like she might be from LA. You know what I mean? She gives me those vibes more than you do. <laughs> no, no I, I'm a valley girl, though. It comes out like totally. I'm a valley girl. So what's been some of the highlights for you uh, doing stories here in, in Kentucky? You've, you've had to miss some of the really cool stuff. You didn't get to, you know, there's no derby to cover this year. There was no, uh, you know, Keeneland no was kind of shut down. Yeah, no tournament. I know. The day I thought I might be wearing a hat, the day I dreamed up, I wore a mask instead. I was in Frankfurt at a rally wearing a mask. And I thought, wow, I thought I dreamt that I would be wearing a big, beautiful hat. <laughs> I know. That's my favorite part of the Derby is the hats and all the pageantry and the free dresses. And I'm a huge royal family person, and they all wear the hats. And I thought, oh, mm -hmm. my God, I can finally channel Kate Middleton. And then it's okay. Masks instead. We're going to be adaptable. But biggest challenges, or you said my favorite parts? Yeah, just, just, just interesting parts about covering, just covering the news in Kentucky. I just love meeting different people. I don't want people to ever think that I'm there to, like, record and then bounce i like being invested in people i like calling them in my off time um finding out more about their family who they are their job i just like meeting different people and i think for the most part kentuckians have been so hospitable definitely feels like southern charm i know there's a debate of whether or not we're in the south i think we definitely mm -hmm. are in the south because uh, it feels like southern hospitality but um People just welcome you into their home. Uh, obviously not right now, but they they did. And um, just learning the, the ins and outs of people's lives and their jobs and their perspectives. I think it's important. And even though I'm a big city girl, I think everyone has a story. And um, even if it's in a tiny rural county or in Lexington, it's an important one to share. Were there any culture shock things that you can think of, like in Kentucky when you got here, like? everybody drinks Mountain Dew or everybody says Lord Honey or. <laughs> I just had this conversation. I, I, we were outside having a socially distanced work dinner and I said, is Mountain Dew a Kentucky thing? <laughs> <laughs> Do they sponsor the state? <laughs> I, uh, I don't drink soda, but um, it's, I definitely think that's a Kentucky thing. I will be in a superintendent's office and they will have a Mountain Dew bottle. And I'm like, so I'm shooting B-roll of them, you know, sitting there typing, whatever. It's just like a fixture, a permanent fixture on people's desks. Um, ALA, um, as Victor knows, it's not my cup of tea, uh, but you know it's, what? It's an acquired taste, yeah. That's okay. I, th I like it mixed in some things. One funny story, my first grocery store trip here, this woman said, I was in self-checkout and the thing went off. It was mad at me that I moved my bags prematurely. Oh, I hate those things. She came over and she goes, it's because you put them in your buggy before you were supposed to. And I was like, my bunny? My, my bunny? My what? I didn't know what a buggy was. And I put it on Instagram and people were DMing me and they were like, it's a buggy. It's a shopping cart. I was like, what? <laughs> know what a buggy was oh so i guess that um, i have to wonder then are you a soda pop or coke person because some people say like give me a coke and they really mean like give me a sprite but soda soda soda, soda. soda. only okay pop that's is funny 
Yeah, and then Coke. Coke is Coca-Cola. I mean, I don't know any. <laughs> I think it's, I call it soda. I think it's funny. Well, Corey gets mad at me because I say clicker instead of remote. Remote. That's weird. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we say commode instead of toilet. <laughs> that just seems unnecessarily fancy. Yeah, that's, that's See, my, gra- my grandma was a commode type person. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some weird words. Uh, so, so what's your day-to-day like now? Um, you know, I know we are all doing different things. Um, Andrea actually gets to go to the station now. She's important enough. But the rest of us are, you know, to all. No, I just don't have this. a computer at home. <laughs> the other thing. She, she's, like, she's like, that's too much trouble. I know. You know, I do have the option of, of completely, you know, remotely working if I wanted to. But I'm a routine person. I need to get up, get out, go to work dress the part. I don't like sitting here. I, I live alone. I don't want to be here all day by myself. I need some social interaction. So I choose to drive to the station, pick up the car, get out, go places. Um, even if it's just a zoom for that day, you know, I'd rather do it, uh, at the station than at home. That's what I think. That's what I, a lot of you all will go to the station and then you work in your cars. Cause we're, you know, minimizing people going out in and out of the yeah. building. So a lot of you, you don't even go in, but you just, being at the station is a sense of normalcy i know the trunk is my new office i've become very comfortable there (laughs) i would have to do that because if i was at home i'd never get anything done i'd get so distracted yeah see i'm doing all right i mean yeah i I do get a little distracted but it's just a matter of i keep my workspace separate from everything else so when i'm in that's driving that's another thing i'm a huge separating work and personal life and it's really hard when your camera gear is staring you staring at you in the face while you're watching netflix at the end of the day it's like you're just always- I'm supposed to be working yeah you're always on you hear the email ringing on your computer it's like when can i turn off you have to shut off especially right now i think some news people have gotten offended when um local leaders or public officials have said disconnect from the news but i think everyone should mm. you cannot be 24 7 even news people that is so unhealthy you have to mm-hmm. disconnect at a certain point so i'm just trying to find ways to do that i'm with you yeah not, not bringing your work home with you which again like you said it's kind of difficult whenever you literally are bringing it home with you yeah yeah is there anything that since you have listened to the podcast so many times is there any like story that you're like when i finally get on the podcast i'm going to tell them this story or i want them to ask me this oh gosh uh, there were a few, and now I'm going to blank on them. You know, there was one, I earned a nickname that I don't particularly care for around the station, but some people call me Schlebby. There's a few of us. There's a few Shelbys at the station. And some people call me Schlebby, and it's because early on, I was doing a live shot, and it was breaking news, so you guys know how that is. Everything's, everyone's running around, like, five minutes to show. And... One of our producers made my super, the banner you see on the lower part of your screen. Oh, no. And she misspelled my name. And I had no idea. And she spelled it Schlebby Lofton. Oh. And this was an early evening show. So I think someone was literally at the hairdresser or something. And they took a screen grab and tweeted it and said, what were her parents thinking? <laughs> I didn't know that. This producer, bless her heart. She texted me, bless her heart, that's another Kentucky thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. She uh, texted me a photo and said, I'm so sorry. I owe you an apology. I hate when people tweet this kind of stuff. 
And I said, I'm not mad. It's okay. I'm brand new anyway. Like no one knows who I am. Don't sweat it. It's okay. We all make mistakes. And ever since then, I'm schlubby. And that tweet kind of blew up a little bit. And I, I made fun. <laughs> I didn't want my producer to feel bad. And I was like, yeah. oh, don't sweat it. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, I thought you were about to, because I, I actually, I mispronounced my own last name one time. So I, I thought you were about to say that, like you said your name wrong. So join the club, Barb and Bill, who never yeah. say your name right. <laughs> there we go. So yeah, it's, you know, apparently it's a difficult name to pronounce. Even I have said it wrong. Who went I think I just put an L in there. I think I said Victor Plente. Oh, and Andrea dropped her. Well, we may have lost Andrea. Well, we're uh, wrapping up this uh, this interview. Shelby, anything else you'd like to say before we go? We appreciate you uh, talking to us today. I'm just blessed to be here. Honestly, I feel like family at WKYG. I would say if there's any young people in college or high school that want to think about TV news, slide into my DMs and make exchange. And, um, you know, talking about what it's like because I think people should know what they're, they're getting themselves into. I think people think this is a glorious job and it, it takes a grind and hustle, but it's rewarding. If, you know, if you are happy with it, it can be such a rewarding job to tell different stories every day and get to be creative with it. So, awesome. that's my Sorry, you're you're sitting here giving us good stuff, and Andrea's like moving her photo around, and that's all you can hear. Andrea, my phone's <laughs> dying. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, well, Shelby, if somebody does want to reach out to you uh, on social media, what's the best way to do that? My Twitter. Oh Lord, have mercy. Let me look at my Twitter. I want to make sure I'm saying. Oh she Lord, have mercy. Shelby W K Y T. Twitter's good. I also have an insta. I have a work Instagram. A workstagram. So if they want to reach me on there, it's um, Shelby on TV at Shelby on TV. And then I have Facebook, Shelby Lofton, WKYT. Sweet. All right. Well, thanks for talking to us today. We appreciate it. Um, thanks, y'all. And, um, you know, at some point we'll uh, see you in person again, you know, in a couple I'll months. Yeah. Well, we miss you all too. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye. Andrea, how was that? I know you enjoyed it. Yeah, I think Shelby is such a sweetheart. And like I say, she's becoming a Southern Belle so quickly. Her conversion is just complete. Yeah, you could hear it come out sometimes while she's talking, the, uh, the accent a little bit. But she's part of that new crew um, at the station. It's like we have like a younger crowd of new reporters and they hang out and are cool. And I, I reference them like actually having a life, like a social life outside the station. That was more so before the quarantine. But, um, but yeah, she's just, She's awesome. She's great. And I, I like that they all are able to like have each other and have a nice little support system and like instant friend group. We're not part of the cool younger crowd, Andrew. I don't think we are. Oh, oh, we're no. in that like no man's land. Like we're not old, <laughs> but we're not young anymore. You know, what are we? Well, we're yeah, we're just, uh, you know, we're getting by. So that's all right. Um, well, Andrew. Oh, also um, I did something very exciting. I made my first hair appointment for May 30th. Um, I have one the week after that. I have to wear a mask okay. and he'll wear a mask. And uh, Mandy said she actually wants me to keep some, some of the length I've got. So I don't know. I'll figure this. It's getting big. Yeah, I know. I know you like higher the hair, the closer to God. So that's exactly right. All right. Well, that was fun. Hope you all enjoyed that conversation. And uh, next week we'll go a little more in depth to our, uh, our uh, appearance on list of cuffs and um, what went right and, and what went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Bye everybody. Bye.